Konnichiwa! Welcome to In Our Community Podcast Season 2, where we talk about life, fitness, youth training, nutrition, and more. Recorded at Resurrection Movement Studio in Danville, Pennsylvania. I'm your host, Coach Hitty, and sitting across from me is our lovely co-host, one and only, Coach Michelle. Seasonal change and end-of-the-year burnout. With the daylight savings time and change of the season, I often find myself in a rut this time of the year. This week, I opened up about my recent struggles and discussed it with Coach Michelle, and she chimed in on how she personally navigates through these difficult times and talked about how she channels her energy to the positive things in her life. Thank you for listening as always. Please don't forget to subscribe to our show on iTunes. Let's get this started. Change of season and daylight savings time. Mm -hmm. Fall slash winter is here. Mm-hmm. I guess technically it's almost winter, right? I mean, well, winter technically starts like December twenty first or something like that. Oh, really? Yeah, that seems late. Yeah, well, yeah, what we consider the season and when it actually on the calendar switches is never the same. Uh, winter blues is a real thing. Uh, I think I've experienced it more since be- becoming moving to PA than anything else. I think part of it is it gets dark so early. So early, yep. Daylight's short, and it's so bitter cold. Mm-hmm. The combination of the two just kind of hits you in a really tough spot. Right. Uh, and I've noticed the trend of going, you know, falling down south has started. <laughs> so I kind of want to, you know, open this dialogue of a little bit, you know, we talk about mental health once in a while. And in a broad term, but I think we can go kind of down to the nitty gritty mm-hmm. um, because I think it's important to talk about. Sure. Uh, and we shouldn't shy away from a conversation like this. And, you know, I'll kind of give you an insight on what's going on through my head. Um, maybe it's relatable. Maybe it's something that you're going through. And sometimes it helps to know that some other people are going through as well. So mm-hmm. let's and and feel free to chime in, Dupes. I know you're a little bit more of a private person <laughs> than I am. I'm a little bit more of an open book. And I'll tell you why I'm a little bit more of an open book in a platform like this. Is, you know, like most people have work coworkers, right? Like we're coworkers, but we also work at different shifts. Right. So it's not very often that we're in the room together. Right. So believe it or not, my interactions with other humans are pretty limited throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I absolutely do. Sure. Yeah. Unless I go out of my way to go and talk to people, like I could literally sit in the office and not talk to anybody all day. Mm-hmm. I'm not really, I mean, I need, I, I like my personal time, but like sometimes, and plus, let's give it a contest. Like this studio is great. I love it, but there's no windows. Yes. Makes it even harder. Yes. In the uh, winter time, we can't open the back door anyway. So then it's just like, there's no sunlight. Yes. You don't know what time of day it is, and mm-hmm. you don't know what's going on outside. You have to peek out the doors. Right. This this is why several years ago when I used to go to Boil Line to work, mm-hmm. it's because I needed sunshine. Yes, you would sit in the window. Yeah, I <laughs> couldn't stay here to do work because it's more convenient for me to do work here because I have everything on hand, you know right. what I mean? But um, I realized like being in this facility sometimes just by myself, um, it was a huge reason for my mental health struggles. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you're left with your own thoughts, sometimes it's the worst, you know, it's the worst. Right. You know, that's, that's the best way can, I can put it. Um, also, towards the end of the year is where I usually face my yearly burnout. 
Uh, and I always talk in terms of and listeners, if you've been listening for a long time, I need the burnout to feel a little different each year. Mm -hmm. This year, it's kind of starting early. And part of it is I think it's been um, I've been told a, a lot of the people that I look up to when I started the business have told me about the seven year burnout. Right. A lot of people have stopped their business at the seven year mark. Um, because I, I guess there's, I don't know what's special about seven years, but seven years is also what I was told when I was starting. If you make it seven years, you made it. Okay. That makes sense. Um, mm -hmm. so it's, it's that time frame. I'm, I'm unlucky number seven, I guess is the, uh, <laughs> the theme. So I'm kind of feeling a little bit of that. Um, and so I just wanted to kind of put this out there and, you know, talk about how I'm trying to work with it. I can't tell you that I am perfectly fine or perfectly handling the situation because I don't. Sure. We um, probably wouldn't be having this conversation if you were. Right. right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, it's not it's not as uh, easygoing as sometimes we make it sound like. Right. Like the running a business is a lot of work. I'm mm -hmm. not saying that's the hardest thing on the world. But at the same time, there's a lot of things that happens that people don't see mm -hmm. and it, it gets you hard right um you know some i'm not gonna lie like some days i sit at home and think would it be easier if i was working for somebody else sure and i had a salary i can rely on a benefit that i can help with support the family and retirement that was already built into my contract mm-hmm then maybe I can leave work at work and just not worry about what's going on or the future or what, to, you know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. Although I can see all the people at home listening to this right now who work those full-time jobs or full-time plus jobs who are shaking their head and saying, no, yeah. <laughs> this has its, its drawbacks also. You know, yeah, I'm sure there's, you know, we always think the grass is greener on the other right. side, right? but it's not the case. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been hard. I think this is a very important conversation to have right now because I think there are so many people struggling with so many different aspects of life and just letting people know that we're all going through something, mm. bringing more awareness. I see it with the younger kids. You know, they're, they're talking about mental health. They're, they're making it okay to struggle where when I was growing up, if you had struggles, it was, it was hidden. It was, you know, not something that you wanted, um, everybody to know about or it would become something of the of the rumor mill and not to say that that doesn't happen but I think right now we're we're accepting that everybody goes through something at some point whether you know it's anxiety depression seasonal uh situations you know um life changes all of those things it's it's super important I see it with our clients I see it with friends I see it with my kids that we need to just have these conversations and let people know that we might not be going through the same thing but mm -hmm. it's okay that whatever you're going through, you're going through and there's a way out. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, uh, <sighs> I don't know. I do wonder sometimes, you know, it's, it just seems the world just feels different. Yes, it does. And I think a real fatigue is setting in for sure. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes I wonder, like, am I doing enough, you know? Always. That's always me. Yes. But 
the subject of am I doing enough is always different. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, am I doing enough for my family? Am I mm -hmm. doing enough for the dance program? Am I doing enough for my clients? I like to believe that we are, but there's also, I know, areas of improvement. Mm -hmm. uh, when I start to get concerned is I'm usually a pretty high energy, like, okay, let's tackle the task ahead. Let's think of ways we can improve kind of area. When I start to feel like, oh man, I have a lot to do today. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I really, I'm up for this, you know? Right. That's when I know like, okay, like something is off. Right. Feels heavy. Yeah. And it's, I'm, I'm there right now mm -hmm. and it's just kind of, and I have nothing to like really think that in terms of like, if anything, I think it's, you know, decision-making fatigue is a real thing, I think. Yes. And uh, trying to like, if we're still adjusting because of COVID, right? Like our fall dance season hasn't been the same. And it's just like trying to come up with things in place of like motion cares or other things that we t used to really offer has been difficult mm -hmm. and um you know it's not it hasn't been easy no i don't i don't know i'm having trouble forming words today <laughs> i can see which that. is rare that is very rare podcast. yes yes i can usually pretty uh, articulate what i'm thinking mm -hmm. when i'm feeling pretty well but well, everything you're saying makes perfect sense and for me mm -hmm. it's not so much seasonal i know i actually thought about you at time change because i know you're one of those people who really is aware of that 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 seasonal change and how it affects you. And I, I think maybe I get some of that like deeper into the winter when it's January and things are slow and, and you can't really get a good schedule going because maybe it's snowing, maybe it's freezing, you know, plans change, that kind of thing. But as I've mentioned before, I think really just COVID quarantine really changed everything for me and when I say the world feels heavy now it's definitely from that it's definitely from even when I walk into the grocery store I think there's a little bit of anxiety still there just because of what we went through when we were shut down mm -hmm. and how and we all know I don't change very well so what do you mean, <laughs> putting all of those instant changes on me and uh yeah that was that was that was tough um I mentioned that to a physician recently and she said she sees it every day so it's a real problem and you know where everybody seems like they're going back to life and doing all of the things that they enjoyed before they're still struggling with some of those issues of what we've gone through in the world in the last several years so I think maybe you know maybe part of the reason why you're you're feeling what you're feeling at this time of year you generally feel this but then you also have all of that on top of things too and you're right things are sort of back to normal but not quite there's still mm -hmm. things we're not doing and and still things that are changing yeah i i agree i mean i think you know we were so gung-ho with like okay like we can we can do this we can do this and we just kind of like pushed through and worked hard and i i think we tried our best to make it as manageable and possible for client's sake Mm -hmm. But at some times, like when you try that hard, you kind of ignore the 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 suffering, not suffering, but like the pain that you're feeling or frustration that you're feeling yes. in the process. And so later on, it kind of sets, sets in. Yes, that's that's so true. That's mm -hmm. true for anxiety. That's true for depression. Often you don't feel it when you're going through the the the, the motions mm -hmm. and 
it's like, well, here's a, here's an easy example to kind of relate it to. It's not, it, it's not, say you, you come across a car accident or a bad situation, a fire or something like that, where mm-hmm. you have to react immediately. So your body kicks in, you do everything that you need to do. And then later or the next day or two days later, um, same thing after somebody dies, uh, you know, you, you may not feel it at first because there's so many things that need to be handled and then boom, you crash, mm. you know, and you know, maybe that's part of your, your burnout too. Cause your summer is so busy and you're getting the dance program back up. And then when everything starts to settle down in the winter and the weather changes, and then you feel your burnout, you know, it might be from all of the things that you were just acting on all year long and now that it's settling down a little bit you have time to to think that's a very very real thing I know that to be true for myself Mm -hmm. I can get through things very well it's afterward that I feel the residual yeah and sometimes it's like your own voice is the worst enemy right Mm -hmm. um and recently I'm really really feeling that in terms of like you know, because the reality of a small business is to those of you who are a little bit unknown, like unsure what the owning a small business is like, the margins are very slim. Mm-hmm. No matter how successful a business may seem from the outside, the margins are very, very slim. Mm-hmm. So even let's say we add 50 dancers to the program, profit margin wise, that is some the money that I can bring in home is not that much different because mm-hmm. it, it most likely means increased number of classes that we have to offer, which means more money I have to pay to the instructors. Exactly. There's also a tax that gets taken out and that kills us. You mm-hmm. know, um, there are also licenses and all that kind of stuff that I have to keep up to date with. And just even in a business like this, like it's not as simple on paper as you write it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So like you're right, you have the you have the rent and you have all these things that you have to purchase initially. And after that you should have this profit margin. <laughs> right. But it doesn't go as smooth as that. And you know, if there's one area of the business that I really truly don't enjoy is the business side of things. Right, <laughs> right, know? right. And uh and I'm not afraid to admit that. Um and it's just it adds on. And, you know, sometimes I wonder, I'm like, is this really the career path for me? You know, and if it's not, then who am I without this career? You know, what can I do? How can I be, um, how can I contribute to the family in different ways? Mm -hmm. And then I go down on this spiral term of like, what is my worth? Who am I? Like, and then it just starts digging deeper and deeper and deeper. And I'm not sure if that's something a lot of people go through, but that's definitely my thought process, how it just spirals down. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I have a hard time stopping it. And this is why I don't like to be alone on, you know, in a season like this, because that thought overwhelms me and I'm not as productive on the work end as I should be. Right. Right. Um, determining your own value especially for people like us who are always concerned about like you said am I enough I think that's something I feel every day am I enough to my clients am I enough to you am I enough to my family am I enough to my friends and the more you think about it then you keep thinking about all of the things because you and I are both very growth oriented so it is hard Um, for me my identity for so long was my kids now my kids are older and all of a sudden, like, what am I now? What am I now that they don't need me? I think you're probably feeling some of that, too, as your as your family changes, as the business changes, as the world changes. Um, and 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 it is hard. We it's very hard. And you just said this to me recently to to recognize your own worth. 
You yeah. are so valuable to so many people. And this business is so valuable to so many people. And sometimes it's hard to see that when you're doing the nitty gritty because it always feels like we could be doing more mm-hmm. or better. Yeah, I agree. I mean, like, I don't I don't know what that is. I don't know what that looks like. Um, but I also know the flip side to be true. I always try to make sure if I notice, especially with kids, if I noticed something that I was like, wow, that was really cool. I, mm-hmm. I would shoot them a text or a message to let them know like, hey, like what you did there, that was awesome. Right. I've seen so much growth in you. Keep going. Because I think that kind of encouragement's needed. Right. And kids, especially nowadays, need that. Um, adults just don't do it, right? Like especially guys. I don't know if that's like an old school minded guys, but like, right. that's, um, you know, it was funny because I was texting one of one of my new friends that I made and I was like and he was talking about uh, an injection that he was getting on his pain uh, over the weekend. So I t- and I knew he was getting it on Monday. So Monday I texted him I was like, hey, like how, how did that injection feel? And, you know, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. He's like, whoa, thanks for checking on me. You know, like that was such a new thing. It's like it's such a simple concept. Yes. Right? yes. But oftentimes we don't take the time to do that. No. And I think that's like the small act sometimes like that could lift other people up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just even the fact that you remembered that he was going through that, that means so much to people. Yeah. I, I think, you know, more than anything, I'm starting to realize, like, I think part of the reason why I get, you know, kind of in this loophole of wondering, like, did I pick the right career? Did I pick, um, you know, did I, am I doing, am I answering my calling? You know, like, I think I am. But at the same time, I find myself very lonely. I find myself very lonely in the business because I, even though I have a great team of people, I have a great team of, you know, instructors and coaches that work for me. My day-to-day interaction with others is just so low. And that's what's like eating me alive. And I think that's, you know, like as far as like the internship program goes, like that's kind of like kept me kept me happy in my workplace in the morning because I have somebody to talk to, which is awesome. Right. And, and, and and I've enjoyed working with them because I can really just focus on them. Um, but like most of the day, I sit in front of the computer or I sit, you know, trying to figure out stuff. I'm writing programs. I'm writing newsletters, all those kind of things. I just I need to find a way to be more connected. Sure. Which is so, <coughs> excuse me, so funny to hear from you because anybody who looked at you would think, man, he's connected with everyone. So it is, I, I think that's important too. Yeah. Uh, you know, to recognize that about people that, yeah, even when you're surrounded by a lot of people a lot of the time, you can still feel that 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 loneliness and, and have some empty spaces in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think we all feel that. I think that's really relatable for, for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I can tell I'm just not feeling it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like usually when I'm tackle this podcast, I have the listeners in mind. I'm like, okay, what message do I want to send across today? I don't have one. Mm-hmm. Like when I go and cut a teaser for today's podcast, I'm not really sure what I'm going to cut. Most likely it's going to be yours. Oh, boy. Um, (laughs) But the thing is, the reality of it is when I feel like that, when I can't pinpoint and trying to think in terms of like, okay, like what message do I want to get across? Mm -hmm. I know that there's something going on Mm -hmm. in my head. And 
maybe there's a reason why I'm sharing this because maybe there are other people who are feeling that way. It's like, oh, like it's it's good to know. Like I'm, I'm not the only one. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that alone helps, right? Oh, so, so much. I think that is the message for today is that you're not alone and that, you know, people are experiencing the same things. Maybe it's not the same exact story, but just getting the story out there and letting people know that it's okay to feel all these things, like I said before, and and uh, it's okay whatever you're going through. And, you know, the, finding a way out of, of things and recognizing what it is that, that you're struggling with is really, really important. And along the way, too, as you make those those changes to pick yourself up to grow, you're going to find some things are the right answer for you and some things might not be. And all of that is okay, too. I, I, th- I think we just... We need to to make it okay to not be okay. I know that's coined somewhere else. I didn't come up with that, but it's Mm -hmm. so true. It's okay to not be okay. It's okay to struggle. It's okay whatever it is you're going through Mm -hmm. and just uh, finding a way to get yourself out and move, move forward. So what do you do when you're stuck in a phase like this? Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay. So do you want the real answer or? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, um, writing has always been a big thing for me. I have to be honest. I don't write as much now that there are more devices. Uh And that used to be when I was younger, writing was my, my number one, because sometimes I would realize the root of the problem as I wrote and something would come up that I I didn't even know. So I, you know, I, I, I always try a lot of, of different things for me right now it's life changes. So I have to find where the joy is, what brings me joy and, um, go with that instead of, I think we have a tendency, the things that drag us down can pull us down pretty heavy. And I think the last couple of years for, you know, some of the things that I've been struggling with, they have felt really heavy. So then you have to find a way, okay, well, this is going to happen in my life anyway. You know, my kids are going to grow up. I'm not going to have that identity as a mom as much as I used to. So so where's the joy now? What what makes me happy? I see my kids becoming these adults and becoming more independent. So watching them grow is, you know, and how can I be a part of that? And yeah, just, yeah, this um, looking for the high points rather than letting the tough stuff pull you down, I think is the biggest thing for me. That's That's where I'm working right now. Anyway, to, you know, come out of everything that's happened in the world. And um, like you said, too, I noticed my with my connections with people have really gone downhill. I found out over quarantine, I'm more of an introvert than I ever thought. I always thought I was this big extrovert who loved social situations. I found out over quarantine, I was okay without certain things in my life. Yeah, it's interesting some of the points that you bring up. Like, to me, I've... I've been on my own for so long, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like I left my parents when I was 18. Like that was the last time that I lived with them was when I was 18. And I've only sporadically seen them. And I, even though I have my host family and all that stuff that, you know, they're, they're people who have been present in my life. Like, mm-hmm. you know, my immediate family, um, my parents, my host parents, all that kind of stuff. But I think along the way, I've really struggle to make deeper connection with others Mm -hmm. so i've focused so much on giving to a point i never looked at like 
almost like a what can I get from this relationship kind of thing. Right. You know, and, and I always think in terms of like what can I give in yes. this relationship? Do you know yes. what I mean? Yes. You and I are very similar in that sense. So I need to find relationship. I need to, you know what I need to do is I need to look at relationships and say like, what am I getting from this relationship? Mm hmm. And, and and appreciate that aspect instead of thinking in terms of what can I give. Right. Because, you know, I in these moments, I so like here's my struggle, right? <clears throat> when I know that I'm facing a tough time. Mm -hmm. I know I'm going through struggles. Mm -hmm. There hasn't been a consistent people that I've gone to to have a deep discussion about these issues. Right. And whenever I go through a burnout, it's always different people. Mm -hmm. It's almost like I'm seeking a different answer. Um, but I feel like I should have that those relationships built in to a point where like I should be able to say like, hey, I need five minutes. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I just want to talk about this. You know me. I want you to tell me what I'm doing and then what can I do to help myself? Mm -hmm. What do you think as a person that you know that know me really well? <clears throat> that kind of stuff and uh i don't know maybe it's just i haven't taken the time to disclose or share that kind of information maybe it's easier for me to share it on a platform like this instead of like one-on-one -on -one setting um but i'm just kind of starting to realize like man like that's something that i'm lacking in my life mm -hmm. you know like of course like Corey's different like i can share that kind of stuff with her but aside from her in terms of like like friends that I can go to to share that. Like, I feel like I just haven't even taken the time to reestablish that or anything like that. And I think that's weighing on my mind as well. Mm -hmm. So sure. I feel like you and I used to, especially, you know, earlier mm -hmm. years, we used to talk a lot more and maybe that was life. Maybe, yeah. you know, now we get caught up a lot in the, in the business end of things, but yeah. Yeah. You can always talk to me. You know that. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I think too, do, have you ever noticed, like, let's say my mom, my mom is somebody that I go to a lot about a lot of things, but sometimes you already know what their answer is going to be. So you almost don't even, t maybe it's not what you want to hear. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I've noticed that sometimes I'll say like, oh, I would talk to Hitty about this, but I already know what he's going to say. And he's <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> he's going to tell me to do this and that's not what I want to do. Or, you know, that was yeah, that was more my mean. mom without me saying that. But hey, mom, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, yeah, you know, so you can you can hear their voice. You've talked to them so many times or gone and maybe have gone over the same type of thing so many times that you you might already know what Corey's going to say. So there might be something that you don't share with her just because, you know, she's going to say, mm -hmm. well, I've told you 10 times this is what you need to do. This mm -hmm. is this is how you should handle it. So maybe you're not ready for that or maybe you feel like that's not going to work. Maybe you're afraid of that solution who knows mm. and not just you anyone but yeah those those connections are are really big and and really important yeah for sure <laughs> one of the things i've noticed as i get older and my kids get older is that i've started to turn to them more mm, for that's cool. yeah it is yeah <laughs> when i need somebody to tell me like hey get over it and move on i go to <laughs> amelia <laughs> I can see her being good at that. <laughs> yeah. I'll say, Amelia, can I run something by you? And, She'll you know, like, no. she's just, well, she's very matter of fact. She just th sees things as they are. She doesn't get all caught up in the emotions. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. 
Ethan's pretty the the same way. I I reach out to him a lot too. Gabe, eh, he's so chill about everything. He's <laughs> he's so laid back about everything that I know he'll just you know basically tell me take it in stride. It's fine. It's all good. So Very good. yeah, but I do see myself reaching out to them more, which is which is nice too. That's awesome. It's great that you can turn to your kids for yeah some meaningful advice life advice yeah so someday that'll be noah oh yeah i love that <laughs> yeah he's you know he's out of all of this like anytime i spend time with noah i look at noah like all this goes away that's the beauty of a yes having a child right is mm-hmm. that it all goes away and it's it's a magical feeling so kids if you feel like you don't contribute anything to your parents just know that when they look at you you're bringing peace to their mind. Absolutely. Most days. Most days. <laughs> Amen. Yes. <laughs> Some days not, but okay. That's so, another podcast. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for listening as always. Next week is our one year anniversary episode. Wow. wow. I know. We'll talk to you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye.